Wow, that was really long. I think I got to uh, change my uh, podcast uh, intro for a little bit. But anyways, uh, this is uh, this is Mike with Walk the Line, and uh, this is my first podcast. Um, this is something that I've always wanted to do. This is uh, I've always had a knack for I don't know just being being who I am and having a having a a good head on my shoulders in the sense of knowing what I'm talking about and with with this podcast it essentially deals with different things around the world um mostly with business uh stocks um you know how to how to start a business what really really entails on having a business so many, excuse my French, but so many fucking guys out there are putting wrong information to get money out of a course. What is happening in this world today? Nobody knows. Um, I just, I'm at a point where it's like I, I, I scroll through TikTok and it's same shit, different day. Same shit, different day. There's nobody that really gives actual helpful information. How do you make $10,000 a month? I can show you how. But link in my bio, subscribe, do this, blah, 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 blah. I did that. I was there. I, I'm five, six years ago. You know, everyone's at, everyone has a low point in their life. Even if you're in it now. Even if you had it 10 years ago, 20 years ago doesn't matter. Everybody went through something. And having an open mind that I've learned, having an open mind is going to be your best friend. Not your buddy that wants to hang out with um, 10 chicks on a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, bottles. I need an expensive Rolex. I want an expensive BMW for some strange reason. Everybody says BMW. I am tired of that. There's no need for it. Why are we normalizing social media today? Yes, it's a great tool if you use it the right way. Keyword, right. You have to have a different mindset when you first open up social media, you have to already have that mindset of what am I going to look at today? What if something, what if something bothers me? What, how am I going to react to it? There's a lot of, there's a lot of factors that go into when I go onto social media and what I look at and why do we listen to these money gurus that as they call themselves money gurus, the link in the bio, go to my link tree buy my course, sign up for your email, affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing. Honestly, shut the fuck up about this affiliate marketing. It doesn't work. It does not work. And having something that is sustainable in your life. Yeah, real estate, it works. Totally. Do you have the money for it? Probably not. 65% of Americans don't even have $10,000 saved up in their bank. Hear that again. 
65% of Americans don't even have $10,000 saved up. So where does that, how can somebody working at a job that only pays, which by the way, everybody should be getting paid minimum $20 plus an hour. Doesn't matter what job you do. I don't care what you do. If you pick up shit on the ground or you are, uh, whatever it is you do, minimum starting wage should be $20 an hour. You are going to get healthy workers. You're going to get a workforce that actually wants to get up and go to work. Not today. The governments have made people that don't want to, don't care. My wife owns a business and she fights every day with employees, leaving the ones that are already there. It is a wild, wild ride that I have to, that I hear it. And I'm always going to hear it. I'm always going to listen to her. I'm always going to be the one to help her when she needs it. But we always, we always talk back and forth on the sense of mindset. Why does the government's, why do people listen? Why do people listen? Is it because of entertainment? Is it because of, I can sit around my house, play Call of Duty all day, Fortnite, and get a $2,000 check every every month. I don't have to do anything. My bills are paid after a thousand. Now I got a thousand dollars sitting in my bank. Not, I don't have to do anything. Why don't we strive for more? It's not hard. So when I see these money gurus, we have to stop normalizing them. Just, we have to stop. It doesn't make sense to me when someone says to me, you can make $10,000 easily by doing this. If it's uh, affiliate marketing, if it's domain flipping, I saw that one, I kind of laughed. If it's, um, I saw another one, I had it on my TikTok. If it's something, I don't know, print on demand. Oh, that's the new one now. Print on demand. You got to stop listening. There is no reason, right? There is no reason to make minimum $10,000 a month. Totally. Anybody can with the right mindset, with the right mindset. That's what you need. That's totally what you need. And starting this podcast, starting my young career when I was 17, I had a paper route. Listen, I had a paper route when I was 11. I only got paid like back then $20 a month for throwing papers out when your dad or mom drove you around the subdivision and threw papers on people's, people's driveways. I got paid 20 or I think it was like 25 bucks actually to be exact a month. That was, when I was 11 at 14. I got a job as a busser and cleaning tables. And I always wanted to be like the owner of that business. And it was wild to me at that age. I always thought going home, I want to be like him. I don't want to be a coffee shop owner, but I wanted to be an owner. 
of a business. So being 14 and back then, there's no resources like there are today. I didn't have the internet back then when I was 14. We couldn't even, there was no, we couldn't even watch fucking Simpsons back then because our parents were, were against that all. Now it's like kids are at five, six years old watching fucking Simpsons. It's a different, it's a different era. So going back to that, you gain a sense of, you build ambition. See, and this is what I fucking hate it. When people say, I don't have ambition. I wasn't born with ambition. I had a guy DM me and ask me, how do you get the drive and motivation to be where you are today? And he says, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that. I didn't fucking understand what that meant. I had to ask him, what do you mean you don't have that? You're, you're, you, you do have it in you. It's your actions and your mindset that, that stop you from doing that. You're not born with ambition. You were born to the way your path is. That's your path, but paths can be changed. Your, your, your fork in the road, you, instead of going right, you go left. It happens. It, your path, you never know where you're going to lead. I have two degrees. So a little bit about me, side topic, side, little side shit. So my name is Mike. I am from Canada. I'm 33 and I've had businesses since I was 16. So when I worked at the coffee shop at 14, I started my first business at 16. And I've always had that entrepreneurial mindset because I wanted to be like, like I said, the, the owner of the coffee shop, not because he owned a coffee shop, but because of where, what he did in the coffee shop that got me. Anyways, we'll get back to that. There are so many for me. I grew up in a very European family. I'm half Sicilian half Cypriot. So if you don't know where Cyprus is, Cyprus is a, is off the Middle East. It's a Greek dialect. So yes, I am Greek. We are, a lot of people arguing with me, but they can go fuck themselves. We are in the Asian continent, which is kind of wild to me. It is, but we are. So I was, I was, I grew up in a very strict household. I played sports. I was an honor roll student going from, you know, high school all the way up to college. Um, but we lived in a home where my father had a business. He still does currently. And, but he never had that mindset. And every time he went into work and I was there, he never, it was just, it was essentially a blue collar worker working in his own place. It's pretty much what that was. And he just happened to own it. And I never wanted to be like that. I never wanted that. You want to own a business? Why can't you find competent people, pay them well, treat them right, and they will treat you right back. But you are building the business in a way where you don't have to be there. Isn't that the, isn't that the dream? You don't have to fucking be there. Why the fuck am I going to be there for 13 hours a day? Technically, I'm not making an hourly wage if I'm an owner of a business. No, you just get paid a salary. 
But at the end of the day, without, with, and I get it, without workers, your business is nowhere, but you need the right workers. You need the right employees. I see people how to hire good employees. You'll never fucking know who a good employee is until you've endured time with them. That's it. It's time with that employee. You'll never know. You don't know how you know if someone's good. Keep them, let them do the job while you're not there. And I'm going to say that. Let them do the job that they got hired for while you're not there. And you know what you do? You call the customers that they called or they serviced or whatever you do. And you call your customers the next day and ask them, Hey, how did Tommy do? Hey, how did Susie do? Were they nice? Did they, did they, did they, you know, meet your needs? That's how you know. It's the second that an employee knows you're not there. That's when things go to shit. You have to figure out in your head. You have to let them, I'm telling, this is how I was. I got taught this and this is how I am today. You have to get thrown in the den of wolves. Wolves Have to get thrown in. You get your orientation. Sure, everybody does. At the end of the day, they're not, you got to know your job. You got hired for a position. If I get fucking hired for the CEO of a, of a, of a bank, so I have to know finances, right? And then I get fucking hired on to be the CEO. I get pulled in. I get thrown into the wolves the first day. I should already know what the fuck I'm doing. I should open up my laptop and my new office that's 50 stories high, overlooking the overlooking Lake Ontario, and I should already know what the fuck I need to do. So if your employees, if you want to find out you found a good employee, A, leave them. Leave them be after the first day, after your orientation, to, you know, show them around what they know, have to know the important shit, leave them the next day, see what they do. Then call your customers, call all of them. I don't care if there's a thousand of them. You fucking call every single one of them. I don't give a shit. And one more tidbit that I've noticed in my, in my career of, of having businesses. And I have, I have a, I have a service-based business now. I own a construction company. And we deal with um, very, very, very high-end clients. And I mean, when I mean high-end clients, I don't mean, you know, um, you know, John and Susie next door to you. No, I mean very high-profile people. And our contractors deal with them in a way that I've noticed is different. Very different. So the next question, the next one is, the next tidbit is, is if... They ask you questions. If you go into your job and a new employee goes into their job and they don't ask anything, there's a problem. You're going to have a problem with them. You will. 110%. If this is why employers, if you've ever been to a job, they always ask at the end of the interview, do you have any questions for me? Some, most of them do. Ones that I've been to at least. If you don't have prepared two to five questions to ask your employee, your potential new employer, they are not going to hire you. That says to me 
you don't give a fuck about this job. I've been to an interview where I didn't even want the job. And I didn't, I, I didn't even ask any questions and I happened to get the fucking job. I needed it at the time. It was like 18, 19. I, you know, back then, you know, you're a little fucking Italian stallion. You wanted to go out to the, you know, whatever you wanted to do. I can't believe I even got that fucking job. And I was there for two years too. Holy fuck. That fucked me. Oh my God. Anyways, those are the two things that I would look out for. So back to the episode that uh, we are, we're, I know I'm a little over, a, a little all over the place, but that's fine. It's, you know, it's my first episode, first getting on the, getting on the scene, I guess you want to call it. Like I said, I've always wanted to do this. So this is really fucking cool right now. Um, so especially, so going back to TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitter, twatters, whatever, why do we listen to these money gurus? I get it. You're 18, 19, maybe you're 45. I don't know. Maybe you're 60. I don't know. I don't know. You think these people have the magic sauce. You think they have a fucking eight ball somewhere in their, their, in their closet and they're fucking shaking it up and they're, you know, they have a magic, they have a magic wand. And you think that the way that they do their videos is very enticing. They want you to buy that course. They want you to buy the stock that they're in. I don't know if anybody's heard of these Wall Street bets. Well, when they were pumping up GameStop, do you know why GameStop went to $478 in January? I think it was January of this year. They were at $4.68 in December 2020. I remember. Actually, it was like the 17th of December, I think, around there. And I remember it's $4.68. And I had a buddy of mine wanting to buy it. He's like, hey, I really think that, man, like this GameStop's going to fly. Like we got to do it. We got to do it. And I'm like, I'm a very analytical person. And I like to go in and, and go into data. I like to look at it. And their fucking numbers are garbage. If anyone's actually gone into GameStop's financials, they are shit. They've, they've been losing money for fucking years. So my question to you is why would you put your hard earned money into something that is losing money? And ask yourself that question and see what you come up with. But anyways, so why do you think those stocks go to 400? That stock went to $478. It's because this wall street bets pumped it up so much got to a number that can essentially be the, the catalyst of it pumping. So if you have a million people putting in $1,000, how much is that? It's a lot of fucking money. So if the stock now is at $4 and now all of a sudden they're getting an excess of a hundred million, a billion, 10 billion, where do you think that stock's going to go? No matter what, if it's making money or not, where do you think it's going to go? Up. So these people on these, on, these, on these stock pumps were pumping the shit out of these stocks. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they were pumping the fuck out of it. And look what happened with the $478. It made a lot of millionaires. That stock made a shit ton of millionaires. But it also made a lot of losers. 
Now, what end would you would have been on? That's where you, that's where these, these gurus tell you, you can make a million dollars playing to the stock market. Look at me. I have, a, you know, I've never had a red day in the stock market. The fuck off. The fuck you talking about? Never had a red day. Every day's a fucking red day for me. And this guy's telling this guy's telling the world that uh, he never had a red day. And the people that sh- don't show you their their even if they do show you their proof, that's not fucking proof. Anybody can go on Fiverr and 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 get a, a one of those one of those guys that do Photoshop and Photoshop a fucking uh, numbers on a, on a piece of paper. Anybody can. And it's um well, it's my brother in law calling. Anyways, um. It is wild to me. You have to really think about where you are at in life. Just because somebody else is in a better spot that you think is in a better spot. Remember, you're in a better spot than somebody else. Who cares what people think about what what you do? Who gives a fuck about, you know, oh, I need to impress this girl or, oh my God, I need to... You know, I need these, I want these new Supremes or who the fuck cares? Who cares? I make good money, but I don't fucking buy shit like that. I don't. Literally don't. So we need to stop listening to these guys that are selling a course. There was actually, let me go on the phone right now. Because this is this is this is something that it, that caught my eye. I don't know who it was. I don't know who her name is, but I find this very, very. How do I call it? She she there is somebody else behind this course, and she's the face of it because who she who she is. I gotta find it. Let me hold on. Give me give me a second. I gotta fucking find. Ah, here she is. <laughs> So she's got three, 13.4 million followers. Okay. So 13.4 million followers. And she all of a sudden came out with a course, an options trading course called jalencourse.com. So this girl, and I think is, I believe she's like in her early 20s, is having is showing pictures of her with stacks of cash and obviously it looks like a G-Wagon Mercedes-Benz. And like stacks of cash. I'm literally looking at one of the pictures. Stacks. Okay. I am so sorry to break it to you. But for someone telling me that I should go buy her course and it's a week, I don't know what it is. I haven't even looked into it because I think it's fucking stupid. It's some sort of a, it's once a week or something. It's an options trading course. Listen, good for you. You're making fucking bank on this course. 110% because all the guys that are following you are buying this course. So she posted a few um, screenshots of her of her clients clients. I don't know if I fucking want to call clients. These are followers buying these courses. One of them supposedly, they had an options of Tesla. So that was the option was Tesla. 
they made some money off of it. So I did some more digging on it and it was, if you know how to read stocks, we'll go on that another episode. If you know how to read stocks, you would know that that stock where it was going up or down, you, you would know. So is she behind that course that she's doing the analytics at six, seven in the morning to what the day is? Fuck no. No. She's got it. She's got somebody else doing it. Totally. Or somebody else has, is paying her big money to get her course out. Their, their course out, which that's what I think it is. They just put her name on it, which is, Hey, at the end of the day, it's super smart. It's a very smart business move because she's got almost, you know, 14 million followers. Where do you think the, and I guarantee you her demographic is more men than women. So, okay. But am I going to go buy that course? No. Why am I going to go buy that course for? I don't care if she guaranteed me $10,000 a week and I, and the course is only $5. Why am I going to do that? I'm feeding into this. I'm feeding into the lazy society today. I work every day, then it's fine. I'm a hardworking person. I work from seven in the morning till seven o'clock at night, maybe even longer, but I come home and I'm, I feel, I feel good. I feel accomplished. I feel achieved. And I feel, I feel that 